podcast right now! Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Like movies, music, television, and more? Oh my god. Well, you've come to the right place. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, hosted by me, Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following is a Journey to Comics Network production. Mmm. This is a tasty burger. You ever tried shawarma? Huh? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Is butter a carb? We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Yeah, like he his first episode was the plastic people. It creeps me out. Um, oh, the autons. Didn't he do the Doctor Dances? I feel like he yes, was a writer. Yes, the Empty Child Doctor yeah. Dances two parter. And then he did he did Blink. That was the first appearance oh, of the Weeping Blink. Angels. That was so good. And then he did he, he did, did the Silence in the Library. Yep. That was so good. He unfortunately did Girl in the Fireplace. Yeah, I don't. I didn't mind that episode. I don't hate that one. It's I not that I hate it. I it's just that it's it. kind of a bummer, you know? I mean, it's not bad. Because he's willing to just, like, let Mickey and Rose die on that fucking I spaceship. What? I, what's the... No, but he's just going to let the, his compatriots just die on this fucking I, spaceship. What's the... Uh, what was the head? The dude that was just the head? The dude that was just the head. The big... The big, oh, the big head? the face of Bo. The base, yeah. face of Bo. Those yeah. the, those are the one with the... The uh, cat episode. Wasn't, wasn't, the cat wasn't, episode. Wasn't, wasn't, John Barrowman um, was supposedly the face yeah, of Bo. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, um, Captain cool. Jack was supposedly the face of Bo. Because they made a weird a, reference oh, to it. At the like, season yeah. three. I, was, that was called the face... Like, he was like a model and something they called the face of Bo, they called me. Yeah. And you're like... I'm a huge Whovian, so this is like great nerding. Right now, I can't wait. I've only seen the first episode of season ten. Oh, but it's I'm excited! So good, v. that I weird water. V. He hasn't gotten I, to mo- into. I uh, haven't gotten into Capaldi, Capaldi yet. Capaldi's first season. All the, the other first seasons, few episodes of Capaldi are interesting. They're, I'm excited. I did to watch not it. like his first season. Season one is bad. Season two is phenomenal. Yeah, for like, well, that's why we've been putting off watching it for so long. It comes out of like that weird like truth. The where was it? Like at a like the big ballerina with the guitar. I was like, what the fuck is happening? He's the, he's the <coughs> oldest looking, youngest at heart doctor. He's basically the opposite of band. Eleven. <laughs> exactly. Eleven looked young, but was a really an old soul. And, uh, you know, Matt Smith, what I, of course. What I did like about that. Matt Smith is still my favorite doctor. Really? Eleven is still my favorite. I just love him I so nine. much. I loved Christopher Eccleston. And then. After I found out that he wasn't like into Doctor Who, I was like, "Oh fuck that guy!" And then David Tennant became my favorite Doctor. Well, we'll never see him again. Rose, he she's my favorite the, and the always yeah. on that show. Really, my favorite companions he, he, he were probably. Like, that's why he never came back for any of the specials because he was supposed to be the um, War Doctor. Donna, Donna was great. Donna Sarah loves Donna. Donna was great. No. Donna Noble is her like, favorite. Sarah my favorite is, is Rose. The Ponds were my Noble. favorite the, though. The Amelia. 
weakest exit in show history. Oh, I was so bummed with her cop out ass episode yeah. of Weeping Angels, you know, with the, the Angels Take Manhattan. Oh, how they, yeah. how they, and they got thrown like they 50 years it. ago. And... Yeah, they beat it, but then they don't beat it, and they tell the doctor, it's okay, just don't worry about us, leave us here, well, we're that, fine, we had to write this Raggedy uh, Man, goodbye. Oh. <sighs> well, I did like, oh, you haven't seen, uh, have you seen Eleven yeah, sign off yet? Yeah, she watched yeah. the time of the doctor, so she has seen Eleven regenerate. I haven't well, started that's when Peter Capone. That, that episode makes me cry every time. had shaved heads at the time of that episode filming so they're both wearing wigs oh yes God, correct also talk talking to the microphone I love River Song Sorry. keep not oh talking oh my god I love her so hard I like yeah. looking people she, in the face she, it's fine she's, she's the only, only she's or a headset mic or just you know what you do through, like, take it with you take it with me she was with David Tennant she was with Matt Smith and she was with Peter Capaldi yeah I don't you can totally free form it yeah and then you can do exactly I know a lot about River I know that she's like married to the doctor is the um the you episode, know it's the, been a while. I need to. We, we just need to finish and, uh, it. We Sarah, just need to catch up. Sarah. Connor. Well, yeah, For what? Gotham. Is she, is she I need to catch the, up on Doctor Who. Well, also season two of Jessica Jones is going to be out here soon. I think Have you seen you seen season one? Yeah, I saw Jessica Jones. And, it was great. And, uh, Intense. And, not, and David Tennant will be back for that. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird. Kill except, except I think it's going to be like yeah. in her head. I think it's not going to actually be there. I think it's going to be like a PTSD, like her in the. Yeah. Groovy. Sounds good. Everybody sounds good. We're sounding really the good. Last, the wanna, last time that wanna River start talking? sees the doctor what? when start she's talking? with Matt We've actually Smith, been talking for five minutes now. Not the day of the yeah, doctor. Totally. Not the time of the yeah. doctor. What was it? This what, is awesome. What was that episode with her? What episode? Tell me. I love that the epi- the last episode right with River Song and Matt Smith. It wasn't the day of the doctor. It wasn't the time of the doctor. Okay. The last <laughs> River and Matt Smith would have been... That episode where... Was it the library one? No. Wasn't, that, wasn't that the last time she was there? Clara, Clara. I feel like it has Clara in it, too. It has to, because River Song is in it. Wait, is that. it when... Um... Is it when they all get sucked into the into the thing like um, Madame Vashta and everybody there like in the dream? Yes. Oh, what the fuck! That was the finale of season seven. Yeah. That's the, the finale of season seven. Is it's the, not uh, the it's not the Christmas the Battle of Trenzalore. It's Trenzalore. The one where it's, it's the Christmas not every day. The Battle of Trenzalore, though, it's called something else. Maybe that's a question for Google. What's no, the? Th- what is that called? I would think you would know no, that, Nathaniel. No, it's my... F- I'm disappointed in my old self. I used to know I that. do know it, and I, for some reason, can't think... Are you looking it up, Lauren? Yeah. Have okay. you seen... Do you, do you know the episode with um, with Pink when he becomes the Cyberman? I'm just going to go oh, um, Doctor Who season wow, seven. Because that Every that's such a sad episode <laughs> when he when he becomes the fully cyber man, but he's not. He's the new doctor being a woman. Which is weird. Oh, I remember the first remember that time one I that he's helped some bit. He have you ever almost spoiled the fuck out of something for somebody? Because that was just about me. I almost just said some shit that would about Cybermen that would have the name of the doctor. This whole table. name of the doctor. That's right. Yeah. That's There's right. the name of the doctor, the time of the doctor, and the day of the doctor. And the day of the doctor actually, was wasn't the day of the doctor the fiftieth. Yes. Yes. And then technically, on the day of the Doctor DVD, there's the night of the Doctor, which has the first <gasps> time Paul McGann a- was brought back to, to change regenerate into War. Into War he takes that. He takes that special serum on his regeneration to become. How much he got? What I was he? He was one movie, the right? Real name. Probably not one movie, ninety six. And mm-hmm. that was the like the American like one. Yeah. <laughs> 
Eric something. And they, but he's on a lot of so audio dramas, you, right? It's probably As never going to end. They're going to keep going. I've never got into those. Hopefully. We're talking about Doctor Who? And as long as people are interested. Yeah. Well, they have another regeneration cycle. They can always do it again. Well, and they can always take more. time off because they did that before. They took the, a long break like off. 30 years. Allow it to refresh. It doesn't have to be that long, but they can go, we're going to take a two-year hiatus, and everybody's going to be like, oh, we're not going to have Doctor Who, and everybody's going to be chomping at the pit, hey, so we do wait, Doctor if Who If you can wait up. three hours, or like three hours between an Avengers film, you can wait a couple years between a... Totally have you have you thing. seen the newest episode, the one that came out on Christmas Day, the one that had Jodie Whittaker? Uh, caught up. I'm yeah. still in season ten. I have I have not seen that one. I did yet. see the clip. I watched all of his all the books fall out the window or out the door. I was like, but those are his books. You guys have no I need to, idea. Like, plug my ears. Spoilers. It's all, I, I'm going to say up. I'm just going to say one thing about the um, Capaldi final episode. Wasn't that bad? It wasn't that good. Really? It really wasn't. It was a very convoluted well, well, story. I heard they, they were trying to force emotion, but the emotion didn't work because you knew too much about what was going on. Exactly. That is the best way to not spoil exactly the thing I would have just spoiled totally by saying the thing I shouldn't have said. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of Foodies Watching Movies. I'm your host, Nate. Today, joining me, as always, is the creator of Foodies Watching Movies, Miss Veronica. How are you doing? What's up? Uh, not much. How are you doing? Oh, I'm okay. I'm pretty tired. We had a show last night. So, show uh, night. We didn't go to bed till like 4.30 in the morning, uh, and uh, we got up early to brunch it up with our fellow foodies, uh, AP and Lauren. Not to, not to, oh, that was a great, you just like totally introed them, and then I fucking rolled over. Go ahead. It's early. <laughs> I, it's okay. I'll let you take that. <laughs> What's up, AP and Lauren? <laughs> not much. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, that was I totally made forced. it here and I'm alive, so. I'm so glad to see you. Welcome back to Foodies. It's been a couple episodes. Thank you. Yes, it has been. Uh, Get Out, I think, was the last time yeah, we the, had the you The post-Thanksgiving oh episode was the last episode I Which was, was on. Which was awesome. Oh, oh Sarah is oh. joining us for the, was this the first time on Foodies watching movies? Maybe. Mayhaps. Mayhaps. <laughs> well, welcome, Sarah. She just presented us with a beautiful plate of uh, chocolate chip oh, cookies. Yeah. Is that dipping in my white Russian? Is that okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're having white Russians today in a celebration work. of the movie we watched, The Big Lebowski. Yeah, these are pretty good. It's one of our favorites and uh, one of Sarah's favorites, so she's decided to contribute uh, to this conversation, as well as some cookies, and I need to eat one of these right now. They're delicious. They're t- absolutely phenomenal. Actually, I lied. They're terrible. Nobody should eat them but me. Because they're That's amazing. That's not how this is going to work. Oh, You're correct. It's not I how it's going it. to work. Nice life hack. You ate the cookie in order to dip the cookie. Sometimes you got to take one for the team. I think this is the realest fat kid I've been on the podcast. <laughs> Maybe ever, folks. Oh, my God. But listen. They're so perfect. Thanks for making them, man. Welcome. What you thinking, dude? Today is everything like about the dude, right? The duder. Duderino. <laughs> the dudeness. If the whole you know, brevity isn't your whole thing, but <laughs> Jeff Lebowski. <laughs> my God, I'm so glad we decided to watch the Big Lebowski. I love that movie. It's one of my all-time favorites, and um, one of my favorite drinks really is having like a White Russian, or as he calls them, a Caucasian. Mm-hmm. So I love that we're having White Russians and. Talking about the Big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. I can't talk right now because I'm eating this cookie. <laughs> Probably first. one of the most popular Coen Brothers movies. 
Arguably. Maybe at least top five. Yeah, we need to talk about that because some of my all-time favorite movies are Coen Brother movies. Well, we'll get into that because we want to spend some time on Lebowski first, obviously. Okay. Did you see on episode nine that also, uh, was it Quentin Tarantino is also up there for you? Yeah. Yeah, I love Wes Anderson is amazing too. Wes Anderson is definitely in my Wes top Anderson five. Is hit or miss for me. Like we need Absolutely. to have a whole episode dedicated we, we to Wes Anderson. But Wes Life, Anderson of, film Life Aquatic episode? with yes. Steve Zissou is a masterpiece. Oh my I don't god, care and the soundtrack, says. I love it. And the, I think the only <laughs> Wes Anderson film I liked was a. Uh, Oh, what's the one? The, only the, the Royal Tenenbaums? Oh, I love that See, movie. Okay. Movie too. That's one of my favorite movies. It was one of my night night, night movies for a while. I think there's only three or maybe four Wes Andersons I get down on. Oh, my God. I love them all. What's the great? one you Moonlight, introduced me to? Moonlight Kingdom? Yes. Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise. That one was fucking phenomenal. It was like a little tiny bijou, like a little art piece gem that... I loved. It was so sweet What's and the other fucking one? The precious. Grand Budapest, that, the Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, I didn't like the Darjeeling Limited. No. The, he did the Life Aquatic, right? You yeah, said the that. Life Aquatic. I did watch the movie. It was. Amazing. I did watch it again because I think I wasn't right. Fantastic Mr. Fox. That yeah, that one was incredible. I loved Is that, that and I loved movie? George Clooney in it. Yeah, it was like I fell asleep during that movie. Unfortunately. <sighs> I'm sorry. Oh, this is going to be a heated podcast when we talk about Wes we'll Anderson. A, we'll do a, a, we'll, we should do like our Everybody's favorite. Everybody's going to have their homework assignments. We, we should have our favorite, our favorite our, uh, director's film catalog. Okay. It's like each come with our own and try and defend it to the others would be kind of fun. I'm down. Do like, like, like a two episode, like a part one, part two. That sounds good. Of what? Of a uh, like a director... <laughs> You pick a director's catalog as like your favorite and defend it to everyone else and do a two part. Ooh, I love that actually. That's actually a really well, great you idea. I will not. I will not do Michael Bay. No, no. no he's not allowed to be Bay. talked about on our he's fucking not, I mean, podcast. Hey, this like, is bring, a Michael Bay free like, zone. You can't bring like Steven Spielberg. It's like, well, I think all thirty of Steven Spielberg's films are amazing. You can't just bring that character. You have to. More of an eclectic I, indie I like, director. I like directors that have a style. Like Wes Anderson mm-hmm. has a style. The Coen brothers. brothers have a style. Mm-hmm. Stanley Kubrick has a style. Tarantino has Tarantino a style. Tarantino has a style. Spielberg very clearly has a style. Scorsese has a style. Abrams has a style. Everybody has their own Kevin fucking Smith? style. Of course, <laughs> ar- you could argue that J.J. Abrams does not necessarily have as much style as he has lens flare, but he's gotten better about it. He was really bad there for a couple movies. Star though. Trek is crazy with the lens oh flare. Oh my God, that in um, uh, uh, Super 8 did you ever Super see 8 was Super a great 8? movie, though. But, oh I didn't my see that. God, there. You've never seen Super 8? No. You gotta watch it. Give it on Blu-ray. I legitimately, in my whole fucking life, cannot believe you've not seen this movie right now. It's a great no. movie. It is amazing. It has got a beautiful story. It is so well directed. The cinematography is gorgeous. It is believable through and through until the twist. The young cast is right. the best thing since Stranger Things. Absolutely. But before, even. They were yeah, before the Stranger Best things, things before until Stranger Things. I got you. Yeah, totally. Okay. For that age group. I'm down. I'd watch it. I'll watch no, it again. We have it on Blu-ray, so we'll watch That'll it. That'll be my homework assignment. Cool, definitely. Before next time. Uh, so, dude, what are we talking about? Well, we're talking about <laughs> Lebowski. I wanted to know you guys. When, do you guys remember the first time you've seen Le Big Lebowski? This was my first time ever seeing it. Okay, talk about it. So oh let's get your first reaction of this movie that is a cult classic. It's crazy to me that you've never seen this movie. Yeah, first time seeing the Big Lebowski. Yes, I'm so pleased. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he was a bowler, 
And I love that they peed on his rug, and that was pretty much the impetus for the that whole movie. That was the movie. catalyst. Like, if he would have been okay with that. It, it was like, fucking Walter's movie. fault. But Walter is like the instigator of this movie and just totally made this whole thing happen the way that it's not supposed to happen. If he would have just let, it, let the fucking rug go. China man peed Walt- on my rug. No, it's Asian American. China man is not the right nomenclature. I love that. Listen, Walter's not wrong, though. Most of the time in this movie, was Walter is actually not wrong. Was I wrong? He rightly predicts the majority of what actually happens and tells the dude that that is how it's going to be and that's just how it is, you know. Uh, but yes, the, um, the we rug- could have a whole podcast the dedicated rug- to just Walter the and rug- his and relationship with Donnie. The rug really tied <laughs> the, the room together, nihilist. you know. Yeah, yeah, really tied the room together. I love that Lucifer's in that movie. What was that? Lucifer. I like it. if you watch Supernatural, Lucifer's one of the guy, the guy from the beginning who puts him in the toilet. Oh. oh, I'm an old supernatural fan. That They're going guy. to cut off your Johnson Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> what did they throw in the bathtub with him? Isn't it a, a, a ferret? ferret. A I did marmot. not like ferret? the ferret part. That made that bummed me out. And I've seen this movie many times. I remember watching it years ago, like when it came out in like 1998 or something. And I've loved this movie for a long time. But I love like all of the Coen Brother movies, and it's just got that whole. It's like you know you're watching that movie. You're watching a Coen Brothers movie when you're watching them. Is The Big Lebowski your favorite Coen Brothers movie? Uh, the Big Lebowski is like in my. I, oh God. It's, it's hard because there's a lot of good. Coen I'm. Brothers movies. I the really. Yes for me. I really love Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Mm. That's my favorite Coen Brothers movie. Beautiful I love soundtrack. the soundtrack. You know, that, as a singer, that I love that, that shit. George Clooney in that movie? Mm-hmm. George Clooney is phenomenal and, in that uh, movie. And the guy that plays the Jesus. He's in uh, Oh Brother John Tortora is, I think, in a lot of Coen Brothers Thank movies. You. Yeah, that's one of the things that I like Tortoro, about the Coen Brothers, Brothers movies is that they utilize a lot of the same actors in their different movies. I love well, Raising Arizona. It's a great Oh, movie. my God. <laughs> and Raising Arizona is... That's one thing uh, about very... So prolific directors is that they use a lot of the same actors because they know what they're going to get out of them. So they're right. dependable. And they have a chemistry with them so they know how to get what they want from these actors. And it's just like watching high art. You know, the Big Lebowski is like high um, art, man. I think every, did everyone rewatch it before today? I like the double entendre. Huh? Did everyone rewatch the movie before today? We was started that, it last night and then we finished watching it well, today. I was surprised that Ares God of War was in this movie. What up? Ares, David Thewlis? Ares from Wonder Woman was in the movie. I didn't even see. Do you remember? He's uh, he's the the giggly guy in uh, Julianne Moore's office with like the shaved head. Oh. Lupus yeah, from Lupin. Uh, Harry Lupin from Harry Lupus Potter. Lupus is a disease. Yeah, my bad. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn! Now I feel everyone like had shit. on house. Boom. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> the rug really tied the room together. I just want to say it again. Like, it's the whole he, purpose of the movie. No, we had pigs in a blanket He's, today. That was good. Yeah, we had pigs in a blanket. Nate made his famous Hell pigs yeah. in a blanket. He used Gouda cheese today. I wanted to make them a little more fancy and really tie the whole episode together. So tie the lunch I, together. Yeah, so I made I used honey croissants instead of regular croissants. Gouda cheese got that nice flavor. Put a little extra Gouda on the top there and a little like crisscrossy thing. Um, basic ass hot dogs because they're they're fucking hot dogs. I mean, you always do uh, can't do much. You, with you hot always dogs. could scale them down and do like little smokies in those and do very small ones. You could That's do. how I make them. I always cut them in half and then just wrap them like that. I eat them, you know, by the fistful. So I just have them in the big. 
They're just nom nom. They're really delicious. But uh, anyways, I just thought that you actually had suggested that brilliantly. Like pigs in a blanket, carpet rug, blanket toe. Yeah. It all works. Yeah, it all, we see what you did there. Yeah, it works out. So makes sense for the Compa- episode. Compa- I, guess. I love thematically charging the food to the movie. Totally. And then you brought the white Russian stuff we've been jamming oh. on. They're really yeah, mine was a little strong. Really tasty. I had Ooh. to mix, put a little bit in my coffee. This is not bruise with dudes. Just This hey, is not drug cast no, coffee. There's, but there's no bruise. It's all liquor. <laughs> Foodies only. True. Foodies actually like only done liquor. I'm okay with I that. I had done beer at all on food. Not true. We, I'm totally we had, we fine a, with we that. We had a... Um, yeah, what oh, was that? I, was I not here for that? You know what? We actually never officially talked about this on the podcast. We drank it before the podcast and oh, then forgot shit, really? to discuss this. Was that the episode, episode I wasn't on? It was episode the AP was not on, but we drank the... Uh, was this the cheese episode? Yes. It oh, was that was a whole lot of cheese. whole yeah. lot of cheese episode, but we had the uh, yeah, we, Three we Floyds like Dark Matter the Crack the Sky. It's a... A beer they did with Mastodon. It was an Imperial Russian coffee stout. It's a very pretty picture. Oh, it, well, that's the the Mastodon band's fucking art. But uh, cool. it was, I, I mean, personally, I don't know about you guys, but I really love it. I think coffee's a great way to drink beer. Like, mix them together. It tastes great. Like a coffee stout? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it was. I have a wig splitter at home. Mm-hmm. A wig splitter and... Still? Yeah. You got a bunch of those from uh, Whole, Whole Foods. Foods. Yeah. I gave one to my ex-roommate um, when she was taking a train to California, and then I've That's slowly, a long train ride. yeah, I've slowly drank all of them except for one. <laughs> Delicious. I had to have another cookie. Yeah, I'm I'm working on my second I, one. They're pretty good. I, I, I a good coffee happen. or a milk stout are always good. I had a Maloco, but I didn't really I didn't really like it that much. I. I definitely prefer Malocos when I'm like out. They're not as good when I've had them at home. Oh. I'm not a beer enthusiast, so I have no idea what that means, and I would love for you to educate me. Maloco mm-hmm. is a Three Floyds milk stout. Isn't, isn't Lauren hosting Brews with Dudes? Yeah, that's, like the, a month that's, a, that's a spoiler. Oh, is it a spoiler? You're creating a spoiler now. So that's oh, a sorry. spoiler paradox. You <laughs> might bleep that one out. Sorry. Because uh, that all hasn't been announced, because it's probably not going to be announced. If you catch my drift. Well, maybe, no. so maybe this be... one can just be announced as a teaser. No. Well, maybe it could be a teaser, but maybe there's a future episode where there's going to be brews and ladies hosting, and it'll Bruce, be great. Brews and ladies. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be great, and we, you know, we can host that here or whatever, and it'll be, a fun, it'll be a fun time, I would say. Yeah. I would imagine if that actually were to happen in an alternate universe. It would be great. Guess, that's the that's the best way to unspoiler it. I that. guess briskly changing the subject. Um, <laughs> who's your favorite Moving on. character from The Big Lebowski? My favorite character from The Big Lebowski? Changing the that's a fucking hard question. A lot of thought into this. I like Walter, but he's too aggressive. I really obviously love the dude. I see a lot Shut of the myself. Up, yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> You're out of your element, Donnie. Like, you know, like there's so many moments in that movie where he's so aggressive, but then there's a lot of the dude I see in myself. Like like just a very like let life just do I its could, thing and you know whatnot. I could see I could see if you're in like in front of a, like a very like to do like a well to do person, I could see you being exactly the dude in that conversation. I have a question about the big Lebowski. So even though it's a funny, like funny movie, are there any deeper themes that you have in the big Lebowski? Because you were talking about that just now, like, oh, I connect with the dude or whatever. 
Is there anything? Is there anything more going on other than it being just a funny stoner movie? I think there's a lot of things going on. I believe that there is, you know, the idea and the concept that this guy, he's just a fucking guy, and he got his he got <laughs> wrong it. wrong place, wrong time, guy, well, wrong name, wrong rug, <laughs> and he got his name, he got his rug pissed on, and that's wrong not cool. Like, do I, do I look like I'm married or have a, a toilet seat is up? Yeah, he's like, please, what are you thinking? So, Funny. to me, it's like he's this simple dude who has to face. All he wants is his rug back, you know, or a replacement. Yeah, because he's not greedy, man. I love that he, he he's going. Didn't, didn't he's, he steal a rug from Lebowski? He's just and a, then he, he says got he's it stolen. Genius. The dude says, like, or the the big guy says, I could have whatever. Any rug one in I, the house? Yeah, let's <laughs> carry the freaking Phillips from off and just carries it out for him. Oh, and that, that brings bunny. us to I think what is probably Sarah's favorite character in this movie, Julianne bunny? Moore. You, oh. <laughs> Julianne I don't Moore. know if she's my favorite. It's like I was Maude we Lebowski. I, I do Maud. not like Maud. I do not Maudie. like Julianne Moore Little in this Maudie. movie. Is it because you had to see her? Very naked? severe looking. It, it didn't help. It didn't help. Really? Yeah. But I just, I just didn't like her. The personality of that character. I didn't like her accent. Yes, it was Mr. very. Bowski. Especially because like she's, yes. so she's the daughter of the Drama. guy. Of of Big Lebowski. Yeah. Yeah. But like, how'd she get the accent? Where did she go? I think she should have a. The, She's the an guy art freak. She's yeah. one no, of those so she put socialite on weirdos. Is she just Madonna? Is that the who she is? The first scene you see her in in this movie, she comes in flying on like a zip line, naked, naked. flailing her arms too, with paintbrushes. I saw too many movies yeah. with naked Wailing. women last night, Nate. I'm still. So How many weird. movies did you see with naked ladies? Two. What was the other one? It was uh, freaking Killer Joe. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting you watched that. We'll talk about that in a bit. That's just n- too many naked women in movies you, you on a big screen. Did, it's not okay. Interesting. You guys did not answer the question though. Favorite character, you know. Mine is Walter. Walter, he's sassy. Yeah, I really like him. <laughs> he's the embodiment of PTSD. Yeah, like that character <laughs> is like walk. Yeah. Just like in the like, I feel like he rides the line so great. I love the, <laughs> when he pulls the gun out over a freaking over the line. I said you were like, put a zero, put a zero, like yeah. oh, market zero. It was so messed up. Uh, I feel like tying Vietnam back to Donnie's death would be something that I would do. Yeah. <laughs> so like you've somehow, had like so many of somehow us. I tied, Donnie, somehow I tied back some fucked up experience from my past to like a friend's eulogy. Yeah, that's real. That's super real. That's why you just have to laugh at it. I feel like Steve Buscemi is always like picked on in every movie he ever does, it seems like. Oh, but he was so good on Boardwalk Empire. Like he was scary grown didn't up pl- looking. did he play Nucky? Yeah. I, I never loved watched Boardwalk Empire. Empire. I thought it was so fucking good, never but then it, I I, HBO, I it like it. started getting bad and bad and bad, and then the last season I couldn't even like finish it. Really? So I don't know. I don't know how it ended, well, and I'm going to keep it that way for a while. I think my well, I really like Walter, but I really also like Brandt, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Just that character in oh, general. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. I, th- I think the best thing is just when he's uh he's um. Outside with Bunny, and it's like it's way hundred to watch. He's yeah. like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <All right. laughs> like this doesn't happen every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. God, that's that laugh alone. You're just like, that's the best laugh. <laughs> yeah, Tara Reid was in that movie as Bunny, the, the horrible like, wife. I'll suck your dick for a thousand dollars. I don't think she was anyone's like, favorite or most relatable character. No, no. I love that there was the uh, the really weird porn video <laughs> during like. <laughs> 
Bunny Latoja or something, or whatever yeah. her name was. I... What a weird movie. I love, I love how stylized this movie was with its art direction and just like everything about this movie is just pretty perfect. The drug trip with the dude and Jackie Treehorn. It's so uh, weird. Where he's, you know, the the bowler and the gutter balls, right, I think is the movie that they're that he's seeing himself doing with Julianne Moore and she's like in the... Um, in the weird... Like Viking. Valkyrie Viking type gear, but, but it's made yeah. out of bowling balls and well, stuff. I think the, the trippiest part for me was the when he's in the bowling ball and it's rolling down so you just have that... Oh, everybody that, gets like, sick at that drop, point. You're like, oh... The rolling makes oh. everyone nauseous. Well, like you see him, and you see nothing, and then you see the pins, and then back to him. I'm like, oh, it's great cinematography, though. They really, yeah, they don't make movies like that anymore. As we were talking about, like you're like, you grew, you were spoiled in in your young, in, like in childhood, and now yeah. the movies are different. We got spoiled in the late '90s. Everyone's afraid to take risks like that and well, just make them. Well, I think it's on the fucking franchise train. The studios are afraid to let directors take risks because they. Because like we we saw all the fallout from last Friday for someone who was able to push and do kind of his own thing and saw the reaction. So studios might, or Mike Disney might be more gun shy for the Last Jedi. Funny you bring up the Last Jedi. Or the was it last time we all talked? You were not with us, but you have finally seen Star Wars, and I want to know what did you think? I thought it was amazing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite part of the movie? Honestly, probably the end when Mark Hamill kissed Carrie Fisher on the forehead. Oh, that, that part. Well, that crusher. That whole, yeah. That because that was like, and then like five minutes later, it's him sitting on the on the rock, staring at the reflection of the one sun through the clouds to see two suns. Then that music, and then you're just like. I will say though the final Mark Hamill scene was a little too Jesusy looking for me. Like they kind of made it like. I mean, it could uh, have been. Oh yeah, when his robe the, like just kind I mean, of like. It, it I wasn't been, expecting. I mean, all Jedi disappeared into nothingness. I really wasn't. Yeah, when they I wasn't went one with the Force. But like it could have been like the Matrix. It could have been very, like, very oh, much of Jesus. What the fuck just happened? Yeah, Did yeah. I just miss something Ending. really important? God damn it! The cool thing is though with this is that Mark Hamill's role is not done. He's going to be a Force Ghost in the next movie. Come on, how amazing mm-hmm. is that? Can they Force Ghost Luke? OG puppet Yoda again. I don't know what they're going to do with Kylo Ren and Ray. Ray. Oh, AP brought up the the trending Kylo Ren challenge. Did you want to oh, mention that? I don't really, I don't, I don't really know Seen much about it. Is it everyone just wears like high waisted pants up to like their boobs? Yeah, it's men are doing a selfies. Say, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Talking to the mic. Bingo. Men are doing it. Men are like. I forgot what I was wearing. Entirely. Very high waisted pants. Uh, <laughs> yeah, talking about Kylo Ren. High waisted <laughs> pants. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was going to say, this is a job for uh, Blaine and company. Oh, my gosh. I think. Oh, yes. That's what I thought immediately when I saw it. Is they, uh, they need to... A podcastrophy Kylo Ren challenge. Yeah. Are you, Sarah, on Foodies Watching Movies, challenging Blaine to the Kylo Ren challenge? I don't know what that means, so I'm not he's a, sure he's gonna listen on about Wednesday that. Like, he's going to listen. I'm not sure what this entails. What's the fine you're, print? You're get spanned with pictures of him with just, like, it, it's just, pants up He's going to have to well, wear really high-waisted pants, and we're going to put him on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> I don't know where we can buy pants that I don't know. high. Extended. <laughs> I, 
Well, I'm not sure what it means to challenge somebody to this, but throw down. I've you, seen you throw it. The I've seen it. I just haven't like detailed. Throw you don't numbers. have to do it. Swing the gauntlet. Swing the infinity gauntlet. Like there's oh. no rebound on this. This is no. Not I don't think be there's like, gonna I'm be gonna any have, rebound. Like, ice buckets in the. Well, you know, no. he might. He might. He might, he might challenge you back though, shit. knowing Blaine. <laughs> I'm not taking a high waisted pants picture. No, <laughs> no, you don't happen. have to. I'm gonna step in as the pod father and veto the need for you to have to do that. So don't you worry. You wear the high waisted pants and put a shirt over it, so it's like you're just like dressed normal. Here, here's the honorable thing to do. If Blaine challenges you back, I'll take the challenge oh, in the your stead. Extended. Right? Oh, right? That's the he's way like, to do He's it. like my champion knight or something. Yeah. And I'll even do it yeah, with the, my big Lebowski my jammies that I've got on right now. Your red plaid. Can I <laughs> summon you with a Pokeball? Sure. You can okay. totally do that. Or you summon can be like... Can you what? Summon him with a Pokeball? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I don't play Pokemon. Can you can you summon him with the Ocarina? Or that thing. Yeah. Oh, that's Power Rangers. You fuck yeah, it's Power Rangers. <laughs> <Too much Sun. laughs> right oh. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I was going to rein it in. Star Wars, since you did. Nice save, killer. Yeah. Pro. Since you, uh, since we chose our favorite characters for the Big Lebowski, what is your favorite character in the new Star Wars universe? Oh, in the great yeah. ass questions. In the new, like a new character, like in the new reboot with like Ray and everybody, oh, so you how count, they're like so you giving you new Rogue characters. So it'd be just the new trilogy. Well, I didn't like Rogue One. I loved it. Oh it was God, yeah. Rogue so One's hard life. to count in this. I right, meant so like it's, the it's just, episode seven, seven and eight. Yeah, in the new new universe oh. that they're building. I was really expecting more from Captain Phasma. That was she's kind of like the the Darth Maul of the new Star Wars movies. You know what I'm saying? Because she, she was totally be unutilized that, that, and then killed off. Was she that might Laura not Bell? be gone. Was that Laura Dern? No, no. no Gwendolyn Christie she was from the Game of Thrones. Okay, yeah. But she's Brienne uh, of Tarth. She has mm-hmm. died now twice in the Monk movies. Girl. I would have to say that Laura Dern was my new favorite character. Oh, who? Uh, General Holdo. Yeah, Laura Amalyn? Dern. Oh, Amalyn? Laura Dern. Amalyn. Oh, she totally bugged. And I, I love mean, me she, some Laura she Dern. Was, well, she was annoying. I love Jurassic Park. Apparently, she's known. Annoying, but at the end, she kind of saved the day. Kind well, of. Well, yeah. God, her ending. Her like tragic thing. martyrdom well, was dope. In the of course it was. She was a teenage friend of Leia. So yeah, they but have, couldn't they have she long... have just been like up front with the dude being like, hey man, I got this. I know what I'm supposed well, to do. Well, they need you to think that she didn't. Why? It, it was, it, they, 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 it's a, lot, I have a lot of issues with you, this movie. You don't want to trick I'm the, just you realizing as I'm thinking about it. Like, you didn't like that the no. audience was tricked in this movie? I think you need a second watching of it to really appreciate I, I it. Loved I loved it. Have, well, because I didn't, I didn't <laughs> like it after the first watching as much. The second watching changes it for you. It literally I've only does. seen it the you one time. really anticipate the scenes that are happening. You get a little bit more drawn into the minor details that are is building it still in more, theaters? And more and more. It yeah. is. I want to go see it again. Sure, well, let's do it. Well, like in May, I'll be I down. Not say no. Infinity War drops it probably well, will be on Blu-ray. We got to do that freaking imagine. movie probably right pass thing. Totally. We keep hyping movie pass. I got it. Well, apparently how does that work? We got it now that we were like Well, I don't have it. I've signed up for it. I don't have it tangibly. They said it's going to come like in two weeks. The card. Yeah, yeah we need so to do that. So it's essentially you, uh, you pay 10 bucks a month like Netflix. They'll send you a card and then when you just... You can't really buy your tickets in advance. It really kind of depends on the theater. But basically, within 100 yards of the theater, you select the movie through the app that you want to go see. And it puts that much money on this debit card they give you. So then you buy your movie ticket, you walk in, and then it does the transaction. So it ends up paying for itself because most movie tickets are like 
12 14 bucks anyway so the first movie is paid for itself and then you're just getting right and you can see and you can you still can see, use your you stubs see, like and, if yeah, you for AMC, AMC. yeah you can see I still don't one have movie every day it's worth but it. I don't we get free shit all the time because you we cannot see the, the same a lot movie more. twice so you can see any movie that's playing in the theater we can only see it once through the app yeah and they don't have family plan yet they're still working on it it's actually really really early on in the well they had a, the they had a couples one would be fantastic oh absolutely yeah, yeah. like i'd pay i'd pay, I'd pay 25 a month for two people that'd be great i'd pay more than well the, 25 would be more than an individual you or, would but make i would it pay cheaper. it just for the convenience of having be able to do it two tickets at a time you're with, just saying that's what you'd be willing to pay right i gotcha i gotcha uh, so I, you're going to have to keep updating us once the movie pass comes right. in because I mean, you're going to have it before we do. Right, because my work is like right <laughs> next to a movie theater. So I could like go after work and just be like, I'm going to see this movie. I'm Because I also talked about wanting to keep up with all the movies I see in 2018 just to say like you're I catalog saw, them. I saw 150 movies this year or I saw 275. And that know. includes rewatches of anything. Like, so if I watch, like if I watch random like, uh, if I watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 on Netflix, I'll count that. I'm a little too anal retentive to put that kind of list together. I would want to constantly realphabetize, and then that would just stress me well, out. Well, I'm, I'm just doing it in chronological order, like order of oh, watch. So the first oh, movie I watched in 22 was this. Second was this. So then by the time like you're in tw- – and then you could always say – you could always order at the very end of the year, but like of all these movies I watched this year, this is the order that I would rank them, which would be a pain to do, but would be kind of awesome. Absolutely. The 300th movie I liked was this. Like, Man, that would be – now you got we can have a new top ten though; it would be kind of cool. So, does that mean today we should start cataloging the movies that I mean, I've? My first done? movie of uh, what was my first movie of twenty? Oh, it was Parkland, the uh, John F. Kennedy movie from like twenty twelve. Good. Yeah, actually, pretty decent. I watched it on the plane. Cool, cool. Uh, I was going to say something, and my brain just totally spaced out. Iron Man Two was number two, which is kind of funny. Oh, that's interesting. Iron Man Two's all right. Uh, recent rewatch. Leads yeah. me to not hate that movie as much. I love Sam Rockwell on that movie. Uh, I'm gonna talk about it on, on my thing. But <laughs> you know, that's what I wanted to get into. I'm gonna let you take the floor for a minute here. But I recommended a film to you. Yes. So please talk. You about gave it. me this movie. I feel like two months ago. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. It was a movie that like I think I saw it at, like on the shelf of like a family video or something. But it was called Killer Joe, which is a Matthew McConaughey film that takes place in like deep Texas. I think. And it has like well, Emil Hirsch sense. and uh, Juno Temple and Gina Gershon. And I always forget the other, the main guy, the dad. It's like a pretty well-known actor. I just can't like can't him his think, name. Yeah, uh, he was uh, Sandman in the Spider-Man. Oh, uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Yes, who played the dad? And that, it's a really good cast, and it's adapted from a stage play that this Chicago screenwriter did, or uh, screen whatever writer. But it's the it was a very interesting movie, and I. I had no idea. I didn't, like, I didn't read the back of the movie before I watched it. I oh, just put it just in. just put it in. And I mean, all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, we're at a trailer park. Okay, he's trying to get in the door. There's a girl on the bed. Oh, I, uh, Gina Gershon just opened the door just pantsless and just staring right at her bush. I was like, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, he's like, he says it in the movie. It's like, can you not have that? I'm kind of blinded by your bush staring me in the face. I'm like what movie did Nate recommend for me? <laughs> and then, like, I'm watching it. It's this really interesting story. Can I 
be a little yeah, spoilery. Sure, All right, spoiler sure. alert. What movie is this? Killer Joe. Killer Joe. Nate has it if I've you want to borrow it. I've never heard of this movie. It's, I'll end it to you right to this today as soon as we're done. I like, really like my copy of Reality Bites. It's sitting and, right there. And Get Out. Would and you like? Get Out. And then what else do you have? Let the right one in. Yes. <laughs> the Motorcycle Diaries. They're, they're all sitting there in my watch and two oh, watch oh, pile. But it's, uh, yeah, but it's a really interesting story because um, Emilia Hirsch's character is in bad with for like drugs with like the uh some like looks like, like almost like a gang lord or like a mafia type so like he's got goons that are gonna beat him up he doesn't get like 10 grand to the guy so he hears about that his mom who's kind of a piece of shit in this movie that no one really cares about she has a life insurance policy of like 50 grand so like they're gonna hire essentially a hitman who's played by this cop who's matthew mcconaughey is playing and the whole story is like they hire him to do the job so then they can get the money to pay him and then use the other 25 grand or whatever to set themselves up because neither of them have a lot of money. Like uh, Thomas Hayden Church's character says, like, I've never had $1,000 in my life. So it's a really interesting story. And then, like, uh, Matthew Bonham ends up falling for, like, their 21-year-old, uh, Emilia Hirsch's character's 21-year-old sister. And it gets kind of uncomfortable because there's weird physical sexual non-sexual things that happen in this movie that are a little disturbing i think nate like i said come in like the chicken leg okay yeah so there's a scene in this movie toward it's like pretty much towards the end it's like the last 15 minutes of the they're, movie. they're in a kitchen akin to kind of this kitchen sort of and i'm not going to really describe it's everything kind of that's going layout. on but matthew mcconaughey has a literal like fried chicken leg and he has it down at Johnson level and, like, is telling her to suck it off. And, and look, it is fucked Especially because his reactions are very, like, real and disturbing. Correct. Matthew and McConaughey has, like, the capability of being so but like, weasely and slimy But, like, and he's such a lo- nice, lovable guy that, like, if there's anyone else but in this movie, it would be disturbing. But then I can see him in a rom-com and believe it, you like, know? If, like, anyone else played this movie, like, if, like... Steve Buscemi played that character, you would hate this movie so much. <laughs> Absolutely. But like it's, the same. It's Aww, the charmingness Buscemi. of... But like, that's such a weird ending. Like, an ending that I didn't see coming. And I still don't quite understand why they all went after the kid, like, the guy at the end. Do you know? Like, you've seen... like, You know, I don't like, really... I don't Is think... it because, like, Joe had, like, corrupted the family so much for his actions that they're like, whatever Joe wants is gonna get kind of thing? I think they realized that it was, like, better to just side with joe or you're gonna get killed exactly well because then like the girl like announced that she's pregnant because she's had an affair or not an affair but she's been sleeping with joe yeah and then i thought she was gonna shoot him in the face does but it, not, but it fades to black before you actually see what she does yeah because you put your finger on the trigger and then it blacks out i'm like well does she because like killed the guy the dad got shot in the gut so who knows how he's gonna do it and then gina gershon got just beat up Ugh. with a bunch of stuff it was just that was brutal. That movie's brutal. It's a it's a hard movie to watch, and I was like the second movie I watched on my my new TV, so it was just like big and in my face. I'm like, <laughs> I am like Whoops. sixty inch high def. I'm like, <sighs> you had sixty inch high def bush on your new TV, huh? Yeah. Wow, I'm sure your fiance was so thrilled. Oh, she wasn't there. I don't think she would have liked, liked that movie. Just listen to this. Like, what movie were you watching? I'm like, you wouldn't have liked it. Killer Joe, don't watch it. Matthew she would, McConaughey plays the best. 
skis ball ever. Yeah. He was well, so good like, in The Wolf I, of Wall Street. Wasn't I loved he? him. I loved him in True Detective season one. Did not oh see that God, show. Oh my God, True what Detective movie? was so good season one. Season two was horseshit. I know, season and three. I didn't finish it. Wasn't season, don't they have a season three too? I didn't season watch three it. is coming out either what was this year the, or next one, year. Was it season two the one that had a? Uh, it had Taylor Kitsch. It had Rachel McAdams. It had Vince Vaughn. Yeah, so, the first few episodes were horrible, so I didn't watch it. But season one was, was amazing. radical. It, it was, was amazing. so good. And I love Woody Harrelson. I love Woody Harrelson in it. I love, what's her name, Michelle Moynihan. She mm-hmm. played Woody Harrelson's wife. Yeah. And I love Matthew McConaughey as Russ Cole. That was a great first season no, of that it? show. It should have been a one and done. A good Matthew McConaughey film I just saw, it came out last, I think, was Gold. Did not see it. It was really interesting. It's it's a, It almost seemed like a sequel to Sahara a little bit. It's like going after the gold trade in like South America. Oh my God, the first time I ever saw Sahara was in my Earth Space Science class at Lowell. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Memories. All alone in the moonlight. Did that very well. That was great. That was perfect. <laughs> I'm not meaning to remark on it. Just <clears throat> like I didn't say anything. I was like, that was perfect. I was like... Yeah. Um, you... Uh, put the mic in there very nicely i just remember the last time we did a food (laughs) and you were messing with the microphone and you and blaine were breaking it on the air live and i was like you're wrecking it and i can't stop you You we're in a restaurant it was there's no turning back now you can't reach it physically you're like just don't with the has there been a movie you well we were talking about like a movie you like that you would watch but you you, you just react to it like you can help them. Like, don't, just, no, uh, don't, ah. Uh. Yes, like, like, do you guys have any of those movies, like thrillers or otherwise, where you're watching a main character do something and they're going into their doom or they're doing something and you're just like, no, don't take that next step. Like, okay. Yeah, a, get out. An exa- okay, that's, okay. That, that's a definitely a great example. Uh, another great example I was telling you was Cop Car. Yeah, it's a Kevin Bacon movie. Cop Car? Yeah. Well, what the f- what? It's a Kevin Bacon movie, okay? Baconator. Yeah. Uh, there are two kids, and they are just walking off into the woods. They're like 9 and 11, right? And it sounds horrible hold on, already. Listen, just listen. They're walking off into the woods because they're like, we're kids, we're just going to wander, and nobody's going to stop us, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, and they wander, wander, wander into the forest, mm-hmm. and they stumble upon a cop car. And they're like, oh, look, it's a cop car. And they're jumping on it, and they're thinking it's hilarious. And they're like, wonder if the door's open. Click, the door's open. Oh, shit. So now they're in the cop car. We're driving the cop car. Ha, ha. I wonder if the lights work. The lights work. Ha, ha. The keys are in the ignition. Let's leave with the cop car. So they decide they're going to try to drive this cop car. They take off in it. Which is a crime. Yeah. Well, they're 9 and 11, by the way. They don't know. Juvie. Uh, so Kevin Bacon shows up in the woods looking for his cop car because he's the sheriff of this town. And he has kidnapped somebody who's in the trunk of the cop car. Oh, so he's a bad the guy? Kid, yeah. The kids just took off with. He makes a with. good bad guy. And he's trying to catch the kids who have the cop car, who have the body in the cop car. But wait, there's more. Because his gun is loaded in the cop car. <gasps> dun, and, dun, dun. and there's some moments with the kids. And it, oh, it's, it's a no, don't, gonna, it's not like, wanna. It's like every moment. scary movie, though. You're like, don't, don't go in the house. Just... St- 
why are you doing this? Right. I watch stuff off the beaten path a lot. You know, you have to kind of, I try to get into those bizarre movies. Like Netflix also allows you that because Netflix has such a back catalog of like, you watch watch this, you might also like these weird movies. I have seen so many great documentaries on Netflix. Like Who Took Johnny? Uh, You've got uh, The Barkley Marathon is amazing. If you haven't seen it, it's about this insane 26 mile marathon ran in Tennessee but it's in this crazy trail that's like up hills, down hills, under stuff. There's crazy markers. The way they tell if you've actually hit all the spots in the trail like you're supposed to is they leave a book and you have to tear a page out of the book and return it. But like the way the race works is you have to do five loops. So you do the 26 miles once, then you do it again. What? Then you do it again. It's insane. It sounds awful. It's ridiculous I wouldn't survive. in one how long do you have they, it's uh, it's a couple days they oh, do it yeah okay, well that's you can rest, but still 26 miles a day i think i would just be done for it, the might, next it might month. it might be less than 26 miles for the lap it might be like 30 miles total or something i don't i'm not sure what like, the distance 26 miles for a lap is like it's it's a long distance so i feel like maybe it's like it's a five mile loop but they do five it's like a five laps that sounds insane it is insane and like people quit give up midway there was this one guy they talked about he was only a quarter mile away from the home base and was roaming for 24 hours and couldn't find his way back oh my god yeah so sad so yeah it's it's very intense damn Uh, netflix i watch uh, you know that that's uh documentaries are really my go-to when it's netflix time to like find some weird stuff did we talk about our uh our 2018 goals and movies on the last episode. I don't remember. Loosely, because we did the partial episode where it was like me and V did a thing, and then you and me did a so little kind of something. It was kind of a year recap kind of thing. One thing yeah, I would we like to for... talked about what movies we were looking forward to, right? And like what we wanted to do. I was listening to it, I'm like in the future. Like we was like, oh, we don't want to see that. I'm like, I want to see that. We talk about. I still want to see that one. I was like, all the ones you're like, oh, we don't care about that one. I'm like, those are gonna be so good. I still want to finish Florence Foster Jenkins sometime. I want to we watch started this. and I never wanna, finished it. There are so many movies in 2017 I read, I read that I read a ghost wanna, story. I really want to see if that's any good. I really I, need to see The Shape of Water. I heard that. I okay. really oh. need to see that Guillermo movie. Guillermo del Toro. I love Guillermo del Toro I heard movies. I, I, be heard, the, I hate people books. comparing it. Like it's like like this best film just behind uh, Pan's Labyrinth. I can't wow. wait. Wow. That's I really want to see this movie. movie to watch for me. I don't think I was old enough That movie to was really super sad. It. Holy mm-hmm. shit. When I was in LA, I went to an exhibit of Guillermo del Toro's like uh, curated art pieces and things that he has um, at the LACMA. And it was so cool. Like all of the interesting old like uh, pieces of art and drawings and original like That's Disney pieces that he has like from Alice in Wonderland and Sleeping Beauty, like all original animations and pictures and crazy uh like a uh, lucha, like Mexican wrestling, uh, luchador masks and <laughs> crazy shit and Frankenstein stuff. Oh, uh, I hope that his, exhibit like comes to Chicago so I can. What's take his you nationality? Guys to see it. Is he? Is he from Mexico? Is he from Spain? What is? Where's he from? I don't know. To be honest, I can't really think of any movies off the top of my head that I either know are coming out in 2018 or I'm excited for in 2018. I know I'm excited for two TV shows. Mm-hmm. The Handmaid's Tale season two and Westworld season two. Oh, that's coming. Is Westworld season two coming out this year? Yeah. Oh, we still haven't wait. finished Westworld. We're only oh, on episode that's a, five. That's such a good show. We'll catch up. Yeah. yeah. I know we will. Blaine and I talked we, about it on. We, 
We have Gotham to get through first, damn it. Gotham and is Doctor first Who. and foremost in everything because and it Doctor is... Who. I have to say it right now. Again. Again. This is the perfect show for me. <laughs> At least the, uh, Maybe not for you, I mean, but it is the perfect show I think it me. also suffers from yeah, like a season that doesn't hold up to the other seasons. I think, or at least a half a season is probably not as good as... I'm watching season three right now, and it's my favorite season so far. Because I thought there was one season where like half the season was kind of a drag. But I, maybe I just need to rewatch I it. Think oh, it's all a drag, it. but in the best way. I just don't think I'll ever find another TV show that like... I'll be able to binge like I binge Doctor Who. Like when I first started watching it, when I first yeah. started watching it, it was David Tennant. He was like in his probably like his second season. His so I had face. so I had like all of Christopher Eccleston to watch, and then like the first two seasons well, of David Tennant. And those are my favorite. So you well, came yeah. in during Martha. Mm-hmm. That's well, about when I came in well, too. Interesting. I think with the like, the shows now, we've already binge a lot of the shows so there's no new shows you can really binge like four seasons of anymore without starting a whole new show that's why i, I started watching gotham because I, I, I wasn't ready to watch it i didn't feel like watching it but i needed something so many over shows Christmas that are out there are just like filler shows well, so also, like they're I'm not also, they're not good they're just like shit netflix shows like netflix originals right. like sitcoms or like hulu originals like sitcoms this is like this is us which all my coworkers at my I've job. It's a really good show. Like, I just have no interest to watch it. I know. I don't. I don't really have any interest in those kind of like romantic. The soaps. Yeah. The, well, like all of Chandra Rhymes' catalog. Um, kind of embarrassed to admit, I still watch some of that shit on Thursday nights. So. Like, what do you watch? <laughs> well, my sister and I were really into Grey's Anatomy in like the late two thousands, and. Then we Scandal started looks, watching Scandal. Scandal looks too And those over are the, the only two that I watch. I don't watch any of the other like, ones because I just don't have the time commitment to get into another Shonda travesty. I used to really travesty. like ER. Well, does well, well, ER. Netflix have a Shonda yeah, deal good. now? I didn't really watch it too Nate, much, but I'm upset. I, I loved Grey's Anatomy. I have no idea who the fuck you guys are I talking about. Netflix You've never seen ER? No, not. I have not. Well, yeah, I never saw ER. I think they bought her out of It has a young George Clooney in it. And Netflix botched or. Not bought, but like partnered with Shonda Lynch. I, I think she's making stuff for Netflix next season. Oh, I have season. no idea. Well, what because like Scandal ends this year, Grey's Anatomy ends this year. Grey's Anatomy's not ending. Oh, is, just, is it just Scandal then? Scandal's ending. How do with Murder just looks weird? I don't know. Actually, Scandal and How to it's Get Away with Murder are planning now. to have a, a crossover coming how up. That, how does that? I don't know. Okay, Either so way. apparently they're wanna, taking place in the same universe. I want to legit get into some things about 2018 I want to do with the show. Yeah. Just a couple thoughts. I would love to do a sushi episode. Like where we all go to sushi together and then do an episode directly following. Uh, also, we just found the dopest Mexican joint in the whole wide world. Oh yeah, why didn't we have tacos today? Well, because we were doing the and white Russian the, thing. Oh yeah, the that's right. Tacos plans. and white Russians because do not make. You can't plans. combine Russian and Mexican food. It, it doesn't just work. Doesn't all right. Work. Well, at some point, we are going to have tacos at this fabulous tacos there, and tacos. Is, is there a good Mexican movie we can watch with tacos? The Wrestler. You don't want to watch The Wrestler. It's Nacho really Libre. <laughs> Nacho Libre. That's actually no, great. No, thanks. Can we just watch a, what about, is there a movie that takes... What, what, I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head now. Okay, so we found this watch new Coda. taco place called... Thank what you. is it? El Guero's? El Guero's Tacos. El Guero's. Oh, my God. They're the best tacos in this region. Absolutely. Know, cultural What's wasteland. the name of the place? El, El Guero. Guero's. It's just down the street on like 169th. And they have the best steak tacos. They um they just put like cilantro and raw onion and lime on it, and you can get it with cheese. And they're so good and fresh and you delicious. You don't want to. It's I'm so. Not, good. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not. You gotta fan. have it with the you onion. You typically wouldn't be, but the way they make their flavors, trust me. Like Everything's this lady. So fresh he, there let too, me tell like you the, the pico one, and salsa. 
you have to be so confident in your cooking to only put so two little ingredients on your taco and have it be a home run. They do Taco Tuesday, Taco Thursday. So dollar tacos, right? Ooh. And they they just package them nicely. They've got this like homemade bean dip. Everything is really like you go in, you feel like your family. She's the lady that runs it's really like super interactive with you. She remembers me because I've eaten there so much. The so. meat is always <laughs> really so well seasoned. The, the, it's absolutely. so good. Like it's simple, good, like authentic your, uh, Mexican food. That sounds like it's going to your grandma's house if your grandma was Mexican. Absolutely, that's I, I, that's a yeah, very great abuela. Go to abuelas. You should call it abuelas. But uh, you know, is abuelos still around? Oh, abuelos. Yes, it is. That's just grandpa's. That place was not good. No, <laughs> don't put a grandpa's for Mexican food. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but uh, this place that we eat at is awesome too because they have like really delicious so desserts. It's like oh, the churros. Like a block away. Two minutes away. Oh, nice. Like I'm talking, we could in the spring or summer walk there in five minutes. Like it would not take. Can we, can we record much it? Minute. Can we record there? We could actually. I've actually yeah, thought should. about asking her if we could do an episode. They're not typically like crazy busy um, dine in. But they get so many carryout orders. Every time we call in, she's like, thank you. Can you hold, please? Click, 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 click. I can tell she's putting an order together. And then she's like, comes back for me. And then I hear the phone ring. And then she's like, can you hold for a second? So it's like. Just, but it's worth it. And it's super cheap and delicious. I would yeah. love to do like a recording of a restaurant and then recording a movie so theater. Happy, would be fun. It's we can find like a weird house. matinee where like we can just like, can we just give a weird, like we had a good relationship with some like not like AMC, like a random mom and pop movie yeah. theater. But like, hey, can we just. Is the Crown Point Theater still open? The Crown Point Theater is actually up for sale. Okay, so no. Let's buy it. <laughs> I know somebody who had considered buying it. I don't know if that's happening or not. But the last time I was at the Crown the Point rain. Theater, there was a bat flying overhead. It and it scared me. And like the they, they kept uh, the film kept like pausing and like it was a horrible I remember, I remember the last time I went to go see a movie there it was in high school and the seats and the, <laughs> the floor were so was it was so sticky it was disgusting Ew. yeah I wish that somebody would buy that theater in Crown Point though and fix it up because it's right on the square and it could be a really fun like dinner theater yeah. you know mm-hmm. and like ha- be a live music venue if I um reached out cool. if I reached out to some people uh, we maybe could do the Lorraine Theater. That it would, would listen. Cool. It would take us road tripping two hours south to my hometown. We would plan to do this sometime in the spring or summer when it's warmer out, obviously. Uh, but the thing is, if we're gonna record in a movie theater, we have to do it Mystery Science Theater three thousand and do a legitimate riff track. Oh, that'd oh, be fun. Uh, Duh. Easily. I don't know. The only question, the only question I would not be certain of is if we would have a major control of what movie we were riff tracking. Or if it would be what they have playing there at the time, because right. it's not a typical theater anymore. Now it's like it a doesn't matter. It'll event. still be great. What movie we hate and it'll just make it funny. Uh, the Lorraine is a theater that was in my hometown. Just single screen, right? For anybody who doesn't know, it, they have two screens. Because okay. what happened was they ordered a screen f- replacement for screen one, and upon arrival, it was ripped in half. So they created a screen two, because they were like, "Well, there's a money opportunity. We have a smaller screen. Whatever." But they used to be the eighth loudest sound system on earth before like IMAX cinemas and stuff started becoming a thing with like the crazy. I love how you brag about that. Well, no, because it was a big. (laughs) It was a big deal because like you don't know know that kind of loudness. Like I can genuinely tell you, you've never seen a movie with that kind of audio. Like I saw Twister in that theater, 
and it oh, fucking rad. shook I saw the, first the Harry Potter whole... Movie there. Oh my god, yes, me too, also. That's as Lorraine well. in yes. like 2001 or whatever. Jurassic Aww. Park at that place, you know? And like the theater it's a, it's used a neat to be... little balcony too. Yeah, and when Greg Boardman used That's to own cool. it, uh, they used to do special things. So like uh, the, gr- the daughter of Tom Hanks in Apollo 13, her grandmother lived across the street from me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they did a special premiere for her when she came home, and they like had humongous like Batman fucking bat light spotlight type things, going all crazy in the town and shit, and had this big like big do. procession and whatnot. But then for Twister, Aww. they actually went to the junkyard and got a beat up car and like threw it on the ground and smashed its windows out That's and like cool. had trees through it and shit, and it looked like it was a. Like a tornado, it dropped a car right there. It was that's cool. You know they don't do shit like that anymore. You know, and uh, it was sad when Greg Boardman sold that theater because then it just got put in really awful hands and it has deteriorated over the years. But I digress. That's too bad. Fun, yeah. Uh, Other goals. What do we have? Other goals. Obviously, we're going to be working with uh, LaFiCon this year, so foodies will have some part in that. Maybe we can Mm -hmm. do some treats. Yeah, we're going to be doing specials and stuff. Um, but we'll probably also be doing like some kind of a live show there from the floor, you know, maybe do a live never, test. Never done a live show. We have never done a live show. It would, you know, it would be interesting for us to do a live show, I think. It also would also be, like be like a Q&A more to make it work. Not really, because I mean, Journey into Comics typically doesn't need Q&As to well, make this unless show. We do, unless we do all movie and news. Well, it doesn't have to be news, though, typically, because we, cu- we could just talk about whatever. I mean, think about what if we did, like, a special where we showed the disaster artist in the room back-to-back and then did a podcast about it. That would be kind of cool. People would show up for that like crazy. It would be We've great. We've got lots of ideas. We brewing. have ideas. There. Well, with doing? Stay tuned. Brewing. Broods with dudes? I'm just going to drop that again. Uh, it's, one of my, it's one of my favorite things to do. Foodies with food. Foodies with food. Foodies with food. What other movies have you guys been watching? Anything in particular? I, I saw The Greatest Showman. Oh, Hugh Jackman's new movie. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Um, Really weird. I didn't realize it was going to be a musical when I went to I see kn- it. I knew that was going to be the first thing that came out of his mouth. I didn't realize it was going to be a musical. Well, I didn't. Like I, I should have known. And then when I realized, like, oh, the people who made La La Land made this movie. Uh-huh. It's like, so it's, one, it's one of those. Red flag. It's a lot like a. I mean, it was really good. Like, it's I, La La Land doing a fusion dance with the Prestige, essentially. With the circus. but I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. It was. I actually really enjoyed it. Michelle Williams was great in this. I movie. I love a good musical. Don't get me wrong. Repo. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say you, Repo, but you, I don't know. Hugh Jackman. I think I a, say it's really weird numbers. to see that the same guy who does the best Wolverine also is a really fairly talented. He has a music. great voice. I love Hugh Jackman. But get like, over it. I really like. I do like the, I don't know. I'm, some people don't like it, but I like movies where it kind of can interject music without it being like a big to do. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just out of place. Like all of a sudden they're just talking, talking, and then all of a sudden like now we're song. singing. Now the music starts playing under. It. I'm like, okay. But I mean, it was a really nice story. I don't know how factual it was. I don't know anything about P.T. Barnum. But yeah, I I, I did enjoy. It was very much enjoyable. But I it probably is a pretty good rewatchability too. I'd wa- I'm totally gonna watch it when it goes on Netflix or something. I'm sure, yeah. The only thing I've been movie wise I've been watching lately is Harry Potter ever since the complete collection came on out on HBO. HBO. Yeah. yeah. I haven't ended do a rewatch and maybe a reread through Harry Potter. I've got the Blu rays. They're just, you know We tried to get Oliver into it and he fell asleep and then woke up at like a really scary part and got like horrified. Oh my god. Yeah. No, it was like I don't remember what it was the snake part. 
Uh, basilisk. Well, the, something. I don't remember. It was the first movie. Was spider? It, was it the spider? It was in the, the first, first movie. You should have kept him awake. I you stayed awake like and watched it, this movie. But no. he's it gonna like been, it because I can. The t- snake part in the zoo. That part wasn't scary. No, he liked that part. It was the. It was big snake. It was at the end. Of Maybe chamber? it was when the three-headed dog was there or something. Three-headed dog's not scary. No. It looked, I wanted to give him a pet. He got scared at something and we had to turn... Or he then he fell back asleep. That's what happened. But I'm going to make him rewatch Harry Potter when he's just a little yes, bit older. Yes, you should. Maybe He'll it was like it. nine. Or like He'll when, love it. Or like ten. Ten would be great because that's when he... That's when like... It'd be the same think, age as I'm the thinking character. more like six. Although well, I'm really kind of sad that... that's when we like, watched all the movies. We were like the same age as Harry going into those movies. Although I'm really kind of sad that I've noticed that... As I'm getting older and, like, I'm noticing that, like, parents don't really have their kids read as much. Fact. That bothers yeah. me. Yeah. That's not going to be me. Like, <laughs> I, I grew up, like, reading Harry Potter. Like, I remember waiting on the day that it was released for, like, oh, the FedEx it? truck to, like, get there. Like, <laughs> I went with to those release book. parties. Those were fun. Oh, I never went to those. I always just had them delivered through Amazon, and they would get delivered on the same day. Like old Amazon. Yeah. There yeah. You go. Like I, I read a lot growing up, but I feel like yeah, it is. Like kids just have the I computer. Loved to read. They have I the computer. They have well, like, Netflix. Well, they I have. Like, they have like their 25% cell phones. Twenty-five percent of adults read, like period. Like read more than like one book a year or something. Well, my kid doesn't really like to read, and then I, as as funny as it sounds, after all the commercials I've heard, I actually did get my kid that ABC Mouse thing, and he's able to recognize words and now he's in preschool and he's starting to appreciate it more but they just can't sit still long enough to really get into reading yet because he's like four i'm just gonna i'm just gonna have them avoid tvs but like nope you're just gonna have a book here's a book you read. yeah my i haven't been letting my kid watch that much tv anymore i've been keeping it off during the day that's smart because i think i just just putting it on at night to like relax and cool down growing up my mom used to always read to me like she always used to read me like charlotte's web and like all these the topsy-turvy books did you guys have those the bug books Mm -hmm. they were topsy-turvy so like you would read one story and like at the end you'd flip the book over and there was a completely different story that's pretty cool yeah what were those things that we used to have in like grade school like those things that were like color-coded that you would have to like read along to and then take like little quizzes at the end accelerated reader yes accelerated reader yeah when i was like in fifth grade i think i wrote some of those quizzes because i was like helped in the library or something (laughs) god (laughs) nerd you did sorry i did too i was also the uh secretary like i took the minutes for the student council yeah, it's fine. School was fun. Once the secretary, I remember, secretary I, do right? comic books count as reading? They probably they might have they might have the graphic yeah. novels in the library comic now. Comic books count. Okay, because I read a lot of comics, like comic a lot. Books are great for and kids to read. And one I thing think. about well, I'm, because I'm it's, not it's a, a kid. <laughs> well, especially because like wow. you feel more comics because you can read like a forty-page like graphic novel in like a couple hours instead of like. A 300 page book. Oh, in a speaking month. of which, Nate, did you ever finish reading World War Hulk? I haven't even started it yet. Um, it's on the. It's. It's. Yeah, it's there to do. What was the other one you picked up from? Uh, the other would be Spider Man Carnage, oh, which yeah, I have the single right. issues of those. We just have to uh, actually read the. I want to read it as a the whole book. conglomerated story. No, we never did. What did we never do? We never <laughs> rated. Uh, the Big Lebowski. We never like gave it a score. Oh shit! We kind of we tangent it off and then never then just. <laughs> that's I. I mean I guess that's the great thing about this podcast is we just kind of tangent it away. Right. And I mean it's really hard to like it's not like we just saw a new movie so it's kind of hard to rank a movie that's some people hold as a classic. 
Uh, well, just think about like the music and the acting and the art and the direction and the overall cinematography and the story. I give this movie a solid 4.25 pizza slices. Out of five. Out of five. Wait, what movie are we talking about? The Big Lebowski. Never, we didn't never rate rated it. The Big Lebowski. Oh. And that's probably pretty important to actually rate that movie. So I would say 4.25 pizza slices. Uh, you know, just... Uh, they fucked up my pizza, man, but I can't take it back, so I'm just going to eat this pizza. It's not, you know, they peed on my rug. It really, my... it really tied the room together. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. You're I love how element, Walter Donnie. got so like protective of Donnie when the uh, parking lot confrontation no, happened. Oh, yeah. You know, when the nihilist showed up and Donnie Nothing had a heart fear, attack. Donnie, they're nihilists. I just thought it was so funny how like protective he was. It's going to be okay, Donnie. No, it's so going to be all right. They're cowards. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> After, like, spending the whole movie screaming at him. Like, I think I would give it a, like, 3.9 pizza slices. It's like it's a good pizza, but, like, they someone in the back took a slice. I got, like, we get the full pizza. I was like, well, it was good, but it, I, I wanted a little more. So what more could you add? If I'm curious, I'm just, I think that's an interesting question. What would you do to evolve this movie? I don't I feel like. I would have almost rather not had the twist at the end. Like, the whole thing, how the guide, like, how it was all a setup. Like it wasn't who you thought was going to be. Like, how the big Lebowski actually got money from his daughter. That whole, like, if that would have, I think it, it was great, like, up until that point. I feel like that, I didn't really need the twist. Or, like, I feel like they could have done it a different way. But I love the characterization. I love the cinematography. The music was great. It was, like, a lot of throwback music. A lot of, like relaxed laid back music which I think fit the film so much but yeah it just it I don't know I don't it's hard to judge a movie it's, it's very eclectic and special it's like you can't think I couldn't do it better than them but I feel like there was still something more that could have been there okay alright who wants to go next on their review of Lebowski I'll give it four okay sweet I think we're we're teetering in the four range here so I think we're setting a pretty good precedent um what are some things that give you the basis for that? Is it the acting or... Because, I mean, just to talk about it for a second, Jeff Bridges. He was so good in this movie. Hills. I love the scenes where you see just pure glee on his face. Yes. Like, he probably had so much fun being God, filming the, the dude. scene going yeah. down the stairs when he's doing the dance with his feet. I mean... Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving it a four because... It was confusing at times. Okay. Like it could be very it could be very technical. Yeah. Like I don't know how else to describe it. This movie gets better the more times you watch it. Yeah. Because you pick up This is more. only the second time I've and seen it. And because because I feel like funny. I feel like they gave Steve Buscemi such a weak character. Like his role in Reservoir Dogs was so much better. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Steve Buscemi deserve more than he Donnie. so many different characters, though. Like, he was perfect for Donnie. Yeah. You know? Like, I love Steve Buscemi. Like, he's one of my favorite actors, you know? He's and like he's a so good in actor. Billy Madison. That's one of my favorite Steve Buscemi. I do like it in a... Oh, what's the movie... Um, where Adam Sandler won, got all the money? Huh? The movie... Uh, oh, that is Rain Over Me. No, no. That's not right. It's the comedy. The one where oh. uh, he was... Uh, oh, Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. I like this character in Mr. Deeds. Oh, Which... I didn't st- remember that movie. What? I'm not talking, what? talking about that squirrel. Is he the there. one that... He's the crazy guy in the, who lives... Who is like, has the 
He's got the shifty eyes, and he's just like, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking about that squirrel over there. <laughs> I'm like, what? He plays a good crazy person in Big Daddy. <sighs> That's good. That was the, he was the homeless guy. I guess. I think I'm confusing him with, like, Rob Schneider. Rob, well, <laughs> Rob Schneider's oh also God. in a lot of Adam He's in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. So I want to get back real quick to talking about Donnie and, and the weak characterization with, with his character, Steve Buscemi. I think this movie really needs Donnie, though, because it kind of encapsulates the dude really being Murphy's Law. Like, the worst things just keep happening, and, like, he can't control it. He thinks he's got a handle on it. Walter kind of takes over and forces his hand, so then, like... You get the death of Donnie, and it's really like kind of a sad moment. And sobering. It's sobering, exactly. It's a reality that like these are still just fucking people, and then like it's a really sincere moment, and you have this beautiful thing, and they're gonna memorialize Donnie, and they go to spread the ashes, <laughs> and they blow right onto the dude's face, and it's like In the wind. That is the movie. Like it's, it's absurd. He, he's consistently the whole movie pissing into the wind. And it's just hitting him in the face, and he can do nothing but just keep pissing. You know? <laughs> I think like that that final scene, just kind of speaking of it, I think is the, the dude's that makes the movie. Yeah. I think that's because there's there's no, it's just the quiet moment between uh, Walter and the dude where they just like they just hug it out and just solve the problem. Like it's just like words can express, and that just it's the it's a very powerful scene for there to be no dialogue at that point. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I guess what I would V rank the movie? Oh, I would say I give it four and a half out of five pizza slices. And, uh, I, I love this movie. It's a great movie. Quotable. I like memorable. how we all gave Get Out five slices and we gave The Big Lebowski like a scale of like 3.9 to like 4.5. Yeah, I'd well, say, I'd say 4.5. Get Out's just a great movie. But that's all yeah. other how about you, Sarah? What do you think? How many pizza slices out of five would you give The Big Lebowski? And why? Uh, well, this is one of my favorite movies because this movie came out when I was in high school, so I have quite the affinity for it. It doesn't feel throwbacky to me because it just feels like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I love this movie. Um, I'm gonna, I'll say four point eight, so I don't have to be giving it a five. But I've watched this movie a lot of times, and you know, my test of time for movies is movies I've watched like so many times and I don't get sick of them and I don't ever get sick of this movie it's like still funny to me and I've literally probably seen it hundreds of times <laughs> and then I just don't get sick of it um, I don't know the characters are uh, real they're real they're out there I don't know it's just like it's got that weird kind of uh, I don't know it feels like Americana at its best it's yeah but but kind of like a twin peaks kind of thing going on too say, it's kind of surreal yeah that little little bit larger than life but no that guy's out there and then the cowboy at the end's like we're all better off for knowing that the dude is out there somewhere there's you know a, a taking it way. easy for everybody like what then you think you've learned something but you're not quite sure <laughs> like <laughs> this movie's absurd and i love things that are absurd <laughs> and that's another great analogy for the movie is yeah. sam elliott talking and he's like in the beginning of the movie and he's sam like sam elliott is a great narrator choice by like, the way yes. just his voice another sarsaparilla he's like i kind of trailed <laughs> off there i'm just going to let the dude take over like like he just rambled into the point where, like i love that they actually thought enough into the movie to I like they even had him script that just like just, uh, you, just just talk at the camera just until you feel the necessary switch and then just say this next thing like that's that's yeah. easy narration you know well i just like that uh what's his name? sam elliott not sam elliott what's his name who the the 
the cowboy narrator. I think. That's Sam, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yeah. What are they, I always get it mixed up with the uh, the guy from like Law and Order. What? Like the the, light, the guy from Law and Order. I think it's also like a Sam Elliott or Sam. Oh, Sam, Sam Waters. Sam Watterson. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> McCoy. Mr. McCoy. I get those two guys mixed up. District it's Attorney fine. McCoy. But yeah, I just that guy's <laughs> voice <laughs> <in this mustard>. <laughs> <laughs> does it for me. I love I love movies that kind of break the fourth wall in a not in like a not overly well, it is kind of an obvious Someone way. Someone watched a lot of USA Network. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Entirely yeah. too much. I, know. I totally vibe you there. I love Law and Order and, and SVU is one of my favorites. So I still love the original Law and Order. Oh, I love Jerry Orbach. Yes. He, oh, he just died him. last year. Right? No, he died a, quite a few years, years ago. ago. A he put Baby in the Corner. Who he more, did put Baby more, in the Corner. Who most recently from Law and Order passed? I feel like somebody recently. Ice-T. No, he's still alive. What? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it's he not did. Dan Florek. No, I don't know. We can well, pass the one, it. The I, one guy from Law and Order is on Flash now. Yeah, very true. We're still panic up. We've got a uh, we've got a cat hunting in the in the kitchen, so she's very excitable. But uh, before we get out of here, I think we're getting close to wrapping this one. I want to mention that on the Journey into Comics Patreon, that's patreon.com backslash journey into comics. You go there for three bucks a month, you're going to get exclusive content. I talk about that exclusive content, but as we have mentioned, it is the road to Infinity War. Mm -hmm. The next time you hear us, we'll be on Patreon. We will be doing an exclusive review of Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, It's one of the two movies we were tasked with doing. Uh, At the time of this recording, I believe Thor review just came out today. So be on the lookout for that. Butt Stuff Crew did Thor. Uh, Obviously, we're going to review... No, no, that was literature. Oh, literature did. Uh, All the movies in the MCU, all 18, we're going to be reviewing on the network. You can get all that content there. It's about a half-hour episode, wrapping everything up into a nice little bow, leading into the Infinity War. A dollar will get you early access, which is nice, but another two dollars will get you all that cool exclusive content that doesn't go away. Uh, Obviously, check us out on all the different social medias at Foodies Watching Movies on Instagram and Facebook or on Twitter at Film Foodies. Uh, Get us on journeyintocomics.com, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, now on Spotify, which is very important that we are now on Spotify. How awesome. We're all now Spotify artists. Awesome. 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 (laughs) We are awesome. That was episode 10. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much episode 10 of Foodies Watching Movies. (laughs) I want to thank you guys so much for joining me as always. Welcome back, Warren. Welcome back. Thank you. It was nice being back. And thank you to Sarah for coming on Foodies Watching Movies for the first time. Hey yo! <laughs> you must come back. Yes, absolutely. We'd and love to have cookies. you back. I mean, <laughs> yes. Well, just come, come over next time. It'll be great. It's not like it's, not like it's, in, your like it's in your kitchen or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was awesome. Yes, wow. thanks for hosting us and putting up with us, Sarah. Oh. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. All right, folks. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week of foodies watching movies. As always, this is okay. First of all. Season 2, Episode 10. Can't forget that. That's important. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I've been Nate. I'm Andrew. I'm Veronica. Lauren. Sarah. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Be well. <laughs>